Smith Elias. You just made the list. And feel the power. I am the game. Hello and welcome to the Graps and Gore podcast. Coming to you for the first time via satellite. No, it's via YouTube. If it was WWE 2002, it would be via satellite, right? We all saw what Hollywood Rock did back in 2002 and 2003. Via satellite was great. But no, Graps and Gore podcast, your host Josh, coming to you via YouTube for the first time ever. So going to make this one as good and as fun as I possibly can for you. And you know, if you're tuning in today, if you're viewing this video today, if you're listening to this podcast via Apple, via Spotify, then you know that this is episode two, Build Me a Faction. Now, the Build Me a Faction was just was just a simple idea, you know, to, just to have a look and get the podcast up and running, getting it to where it wants to be. Now, a little bit of the background is I love professional wrestling. You know that I love professional wrestling. I love horror movies. You also know that I love horror movies. And trust me, I know that I love horror movies. Now, I'm going to break the cycle every so often on this podcast where I'm going to talk about other movies. But the only movies that are going to have a little side of violence. I'm not going to be on, on, on here talking to you about Titanic from 1997 or The Notebook or Girls Trip. I'm not going to be discussing those movies. No, 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 no. And nothing against them. They are fantastic in their own right. However, this is for professional wrestling. I am here for all the graps. This is for horror movies. As I said, I'm here for all the horror and all the gore that comes with it. So today's episode is a pro wrestling special. My previous episode where I reviewed WWE Payback and I also discussed AEW All In and All Out. Fantastic weekend. Weekends of pro wrestling. We had All In the week before Payback and All Out. Such a good time to be a pro wrestling fan. And I also reviewed two of my favourite horror movies from 2023. And they were Scream 6 and Evil Dead Rise. Yes, I own them both on Blu-ray because they are amazing. If you haven't seen them, please do. If you're not a fan of either franchise, if you're not a fan of horror, firstly, what are you doing here? Hopefully it's to watch me talk to you about pro wrestling, but hopefully I can sway you into the world of horror movies. Scream 6, Evil Dead Rise, WWE uh, Payback, AEW All In and AEW All Out available on the previous episode wherever you can get your podcasts. But today is pro wrestling and pro wrestling only. So I invited a few of you to get involved. In fact, I invited all of you to get involved. And obviously it is early days for the podcast. So we didn't have as many responses as I'd have hoped, but one response is better than none. And guess what? I didn't just get one. I got three. So we have got three factions from my wonderful, wonderful viewers or listeners. However, you're doing this and I have three factions that those amazing individuals have shared with me, and I will be sharing them with you on this episode. 
So, factions, pro wrestling. As you can see, I'm wearing my Attitude Era-inspired anorak. It's raining outside. It's not raining in here. However, I thought it was appropriate for today's video. And also, I think the drip is pretty flash. Don't you agree? If you want one, chalk line. Anyway, that's a cheap plug. That's a cheap plug. I've got one. I love it. Like I said, it's raining outside. It's not raining indoors. But for this video, for the purposes of my first YouTube, my YouTube debut, as it were, it is all about the attitude, Anorak. And we've got a faction right there in the new world order. So, pro wrestling factions. What do they mean to you? What do they mean to me? So when it comes to a faction, there's always rules, okay? I think there's always rules. There's gonna be an eventual breakup, we know that. But who is gonna instigate the breakup? Where's it gonna come from? Who's gonna be the superstar that breaks away and becomes the future? Because there's always that. Now, I'm gonna use the Judgment Day as a prime example right now in WWE. They're running raw. They, 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 they began at WrestleMania 38 under Edge, Rhea Ripley, Damian Priest, and then we saw Finn Balor take it on once Edge was taken out of that group. And it was great. It was I have had so much fun with the Judgment Day. I love each and every single character involved. Now, Finn Balor, I would class definitely Finn Balor as the the main the front runner of the judgment day in ring experience you know years on the circuit years in the business years in wwe so on and so forth but damien priest we must remember punishment martinez has been around for a long long time but it is seemingly highlighting damien priest with his senor mr money in the bank or senor money in the bank i can put mister in there there's no need that's what the senor is all about right so it looks like there's a lot of eyes on damien priest moving forward as he carries that briefcase and he's going to be a threat to whomever the world heavyweight champion or undisputed champion may be when he comes to cash that in but also we have rhea ripley the women's world champion mummy is in that faction and she as you know i don't need to tell you anymore is on a tear and is perhaps the biggest women's wrestler on the planet right now. You may agree, you may disagree, disagree, but it's a fact. Rhea Ripley is going on to huge things. And you know what? I'm not even going to put it against her winning the United States Championship in the near future and potentially dethroning Rey Mysterio down the line because of the links with Dom Dom. But that's for another day. We've also got, as I just mentioned, Dominic Mysterio is in the Judgment Day. He is the young upcomer. He's the greener of the lot. But we can, we have seen the heat that he is receiving from each and every single Raw audience on a weekly basis. It's nuclear heat. And not many people can carry that. And he is smashing it. So you've got Finn Balor, Damian Priest, Rhea Ripley and Dom. That is a faction. And I think it's one of the best we've seen in a long time long time forget the bloodline story the, the bloodline story art because that's huge and that's a faction that will be remembered forever and ever and ever but with the judgment day you you've got a lot of differences 
and you've got a clear view of where this will eventually lead to whereas the bloodline the story arc is continuing now as it has done for the previous three years since it's built so factions from the nwo the new world order as we saw a moment ago to d generation x to the ministry of darkness to the cooperate ministry through to three-man band and three-minute warning did i just hear myself say three minutes we've had some good factions we've had some average factions and we've had some bad factions but you know what the one thing about each and every single faction is we've had results from it people have been on board with these factions merch has sold stars have been made i just mentioned three-man band heath slater former wwe tag team champion coming through the ranks at nxt into the nexus a great story and a, a comedic character but a fantastic professional wrestler jinder mahal former wwe champion that return when he dethroned randy orton at backlash i i loved it i enjoyed it and i and i loved jinder as champion for the time that he was until he he you know he dropped that title aj styles a week before survivor series in the uk again his title reign may be remembered for that defeat but also you can't forget those great matches that he had with randy orton during that period and also drew mcintyre enough said the guy beat lesnar at wrestlemania 36 the covid era unfortunately he then defended straight away against the big show on the same night in an unaired uh, match drew was a was a threat and he carried the company through covid and he is still a threat and a main event player to this very day so it does work these factions that sometimes can fail or be comedic do work and 3MB, three man band, is for me a prime, prime example. Now, I've had many, many favourite factions in my time and one that I haven't yet mentioned was Evolution. Evolution, Evolution um, came to me Apologies there, just a slight hiccup when recording. Um, try and edit that one out, apologies. I must make sure I change my MacBook sleeper so that it doesn't cut off after 10 minutes. That is very embarrassing, but there was always gonna be a hiccup, right? Oh, that's so annoying, put me off guard. Going back to one of my favorite factions of all time, it um, was Evolution. Evolution came at a time where I was 14 years old and, and pro wrestling was a huge part of my life as it still is today. But in those teenage years where everything is believable, this was headed up by my favorite professional wrestler of all time, Triple H, an all time great. Followed in by Ric Flair, a, a secondary mouthpiece, a manager and a tutor. Um, we all know the great things that Ric Flair has gone on to do in his career or has done in his career, apologies. We also had Randy Orton. Again, that was your, your young upstart. I think it was very, very clear that Randy Orton was the guy that they were going to push immediately before the next person I'm going to mention, Batista. A year or so apart from both of them breaking out, but Evolution for me was one of my favourite factions. You know, the, the, the mouthpiece, the heel champion, the, the, the amazing continued work of Triple H 
and it bled down into the group. And Evolution for me, my favourite faction of all time. I have so much merch. I have my figures on display, as you can see, and you, you probably can't quite see it there, but Evolution, you know, the four of them are stood on that top shelf and they'll never be replaced. So Triple H, Ric Flair, Randy Orton, Batista, heading up Evolution as my favourite faction ever. During that time, Randy Orton had uh, what was a, a very, very long and great Intercontinental Championship reign. Um, didn't defend it on every single pay-per-view. Obviously, that three-on-two handicap match at WrestleMania 20 against Rock and Sock Connection. But that led into that that hardcore match against against Mick Foley at Backlash the following month. And and Randy just, just was on an absolute tear. And then, obviously, he eventually went on to win this, uh, the World Heavyweight title at SummerSlam. And then the next night on Raw, he was out of evolution with the thumbs down. But yeah, so that, that I think is the, the clear basic rules of factions in professional wrestling. Um, there's always going to be your, your heel mouthpiece, potentially heel, not always. But factions, I think, do work when there is a heel champion at the helm of it. Uh, a manager, someone with experience in there as well. A young upstart and a powerhouse, either a young powerhouse, someone else that can break out eventually, or someone that's already got experience. That won't work an awful lot of televised matches. Batista didn't to begin with. But when Batista and Ric Flair won the Raw Tag Titles at Armageddon 2003, it was clear that, that Batista again had the world in his hands. And um, yeah, it was fantastic. So I'm going to get over to the three factions that have been built for me. Um, by you wonderful listeners. Um, so there's actually two here. So it's a bit of a cheat code to you. I've had two entries. Two people have entered um, their factions, but one of them has entered two factions because, you know, when, when I broke it down, I said, look, four from anywhere across the globe. It was like, wow, how do we just pick four? So he's picked two. So it's 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 a great, it's great thinking. It's great heel thinking. So Steve Witcher, my friend, um, a lovely, lovely human. If you want to check out Steve, it's at Steve MW across social media. Um, his first faction, um, and here are the four names for you: Dynamite Kid, um, no, Nobuhiko Takada, Jushin Thunderliger, of course, and Zack Saber Jr. So there's a clear path there: um, speed, technical ability, um, hard as nails from Takada and obviously I said the technical ability Zack Sabre Jr but you've also got your experience in Joshin Thunder Liger as well so fantastic fantastic faction I love that one and you know it's a, it's a dream obviously um, the second one again from Steve Minoru Suzuki uh, Katsuhaku, uh, Katsuhiko sorry, um, Nakajima Chris Ridgway, who British independent fans will be fully aware of. He's tearing it up in Noah at the moment. And also Malachi Black, formerly known as Alistair Black in WWE. Tommy End on the independent circuits, but now tearing it up with the House of Black in AEW. Malachi Black. So a hard-hitting faction there. And I think of the two, oh, I love them both because Zach Jushin. But to have Suzuki, Ridgway and Black in that second faction for me there's no one beating that i mean could you could you see black 
heading that faction up as the main guy. Ridgeway teaming with Suzuki, you know, again, tag team on a tear, hard hitting. Ridgeway continuing to learn off Suzuki, off the tutelage there. And uh, Nakajima in there as well. So, wow, what a great faction. So, Steve, thank you for sending that one over. Also got my, my friend Andrew, uh, at Bearded Chef. I know he doesn't watch a lot of professional wrestling these days, but he has kindly entered, as I wish so many of you would do. Just please get involved with the podcast. He has entered this faction, and for me, I, yeah, I mean, put this on TV immediately. Sean Michaels. So there's your experience. Sean Michaels, okay? Cody Rhodes. Look at what Cody has done. I mean, goes without saying. Attitude Era Chris Jericho. So we're looking at Y2J Chris Jericho from his debut of 1999. I mean, just incredible. And we've got Mr. Anderson. Anderson. Mr. Anderson, Mr. Kennedy, so Mr. Anderson in TNA. So you've got all four guys that can sell a story that. You've got four fantastic wrestlers that can talk strongly on the mic. Now, how would I break that down? If I could, I would be having Shawn Michaels and Chris Jericho tag team from that. I would have Cody Rhodes, as of current, as the head, all, all suited and booted. And then I would have Mr. Anderson as your breakout star. So your IC champion. But Sean and Jericho could go on an absolute tear on main roster or wherever they would be placed. And Cody being just just Cody on the mic. You know, he could play heel, he could play face. And I would have this faction as a heel. Could you imagine Attitude Era Jericho and Shawn Michaels from 96, 97 pairing together? Oh, fantastic faction. Andrew, thank you so much. Again, there is time for everyone to enter their factions. If you've seen this and if you think, I missed it, send me, just let me know in the comments below the faction that you would put together using four stars of today. So, moment of truth then. I've asked you to build me a faction, so I'm going to build you a faction. This one, this one took a little bit of thought from me. Okay, uh, and I've tried to put as much in as possible. And if you go back to what I've said about your powerhouses, your leaders, you, your up and comer, so so on and so forth, I'm going to start with this. Ric Flair. Okay, now I am talking Ric Flair towards the end of his career. You know, can still go, can still talk, can still tell a story on the mic, can still build a feud, and I'm going to have him in the same faction again as Triple H. I know what you're thinking. I'm going down the evolution route. Maybe I am because it's my favourite faction, but I'm having Triple H in there. Triple H is my main guy. He's my main wrestler. He is, he is my antagonist. He's my heel world champion. And he will have Ric Flair at his side every single week on television, along with the next two members of my faction. I'm going to include Young and Up comer powerhouse Bron Breaker. I'm so impressed with Bron's work in NXT, NXT champion, and also what he's doing now. It's a matter of time till he gets a main roster call up, but I'm sticking Bron in there as your powerhouse, but a guy that can truly go, a guy that could win an IC or a US title and be a huge, huge part of that faction. And when the split eventually came, 
he would very, very easily step up to Triple H and take down the game at a WrestleMania for the world title and having Ric Flair by his side, screwing Triple H over so Triple H can sail off in the sunset, retire, put his boots in the ring, so leave his boots in the ring and have Bron Breaker as the head of that faction. And then lastly, I'm sticking a female talent into my faction. Young, upcoming powerhouse. And if you know me, you know that I love the work of Jade Cargill. Now, Jade, as we know, has just left AEW, is likely to be signing for WWE imminently, if not already. At the time of recording this, I'm led to believe she was at the WWE Performance Centre in Orlando, Florida this week. I'm just going to have a little bit of a sip of my summer fruits in my Becky Lynch cup because everything is pro wrestling, right? So I'm going to have Jade Cargill in there and she's going to learn from the best. She's going to learn her might skills. She's going to learn her cerebralness from the game. She's also going to learn the way from Bron, but she is going to be your China of DX, and she is going to win multiple world titles in that faction. So my faction, Ric Flair, Jade Cargill, Bron Breaker, and Triple H. That is my Build a Faction episode. As I said, I wish we'd have had more. I wish I could discuss it more. You know my favourite faction now. I still would love to hear from each and every single one of you. I want to hear all of your factions. So send them in, comments below. You know where to find me, at 9 plus 1 equals 10. Please get involved. Tell me your favourite factions and build me a faction. So before I finish my first ever video for yourselves, firstly, again, thank you so much for tuning in to the Graps and Gore podcast or wherever you're listening. Please, if you can, five star review subscribe do whatever you can it just means that i can keep bringing you the content and it gives me the ability and the belief in myself that people that people want to hear what i'm saying my opinions my views and most importantly i want to hear from you guys i want my platform to be for you so please get involved as and when you can my platform is your platform so whatever the subject if you've got ideas for me if you want to discuss anything about horror or pro wrestling, drop me a line. I am all ears. As you can see, I was blessed with larger ears than most. But what's coming up next on the Graps and Gore podcast? So it's very, very exciting. As you've seen, we have I have already released episode one. Um, it was a lot of fun. It was a short one. Again, trial and error at the moment um, during during the times that I have. Um, I've also released some Rewind episodes with Shane Taylor, who is now being figured and featured more on AEW television. Also, the interview queen herself, Alicia Atu. It is a Rewind episode. They are both available now. Both interviews are available for you to listen to today. All you have to do is head over to Spotify or Apple Music, uh, Apple Podcasts, and search Graps and Gore, and all my Rewind episodes are available there. But coming up next, I have my very, very special Scare Fest episode, where I'm going to review the four movies that I've just watched recently, four fantastic horror movies. It's Cobwebs, 
The Last Voyage of the Demeter, and I've also watched Talk to Me. Talk to Me. Now, why am I having a massive, massive mind blank? Talk to me, or let me, yes, talk to me. Why, what's gone on? This is what happens when you record videos. The movie is called Talk to Me. Um, I've watched it twice in the last seven days, blown away by it. It's one of my favorite horrors of the year. So I've watched that one. Cobweb's Last Voyage of the Demeter, and also The Meg 2. So I'm gonna review those four movies on my next episode. I also want to hear from you. What's your favourite horror movie that you've seen this year? Um, have you seen any of the movies that I'm going to review? And what are you got? What have you got coming up on your watch list? And also, what could you advise people that you you think that they've not seen that you have? Let us know in the comments or send a voice note over. The links are available for the voice note. And recommend any movie that you think that other people need to see that you've seen because there's a lot of stuff out there that a lot of people have not seen. And all it takes is one person to say, do you know what? I spent 96 minutes watching this and it blew my mind. More people need to see it. The movie makers, the creators, the cast, the actors, they all love, they all love recommendations. That is what they do for a professional life. So please share any movies on my platform or wherever you want to, to get more people to listen to watch, to, to just see what you've appreciated. I've also got the Rise of the Foot Soldier special coming out very, very soon. Hopefully we're looking at a special guest for that episode. So there's a few things being worked on behind the scenes for that. It's very exciting, by the way. Um, huge fan of the Rise of the Foot Soldier franchise. If you're not familiar with it, it is the story, the rise and fall of the Essex boys. So Rise of Foot Soldier 1 was released in 2006 and it touches on... Um, the story of the unfortunate Essex boy shooting. Um, and then we have a few sequels, um, Rise of Foot Soldier 2 released a few years later. And then we go on to the Pat Tate story, Pat Tate heavily involved, um, unfortunately one of, one of the individuals involved um, with, that, with that crime. Um, but I've just recently seen Rise of the Foot Soldier Vengeance, which has been released uh, in limited, um, screens across the country and it blew my mind um, Nick Nevin the, the, the director and his whole entire team deserve all the applause that they get because this movie for me take away the first one because of the, the you know the true to life story behind it but this movie for me Rise of Soldier Vengeance is one of the best movies I've seen this year if not the best okay I mean that from the bottom of my heart and also if this had a Denzel Washington in it, from The Equalizer, or a Keanu Reeves from John Wick, and it was a Hollywood-produced movie, the whole world would be talking about it. There's no reason that the world shouldn't be talking about Rise of the Foot Soldier Vengeance because it is a perfect movie with a perfect setting, with a perfect soundtrack. 10 out of 10. And I'll get onto that more on my Rise of the Foot Soldier special. But also, you may already be aware that I have got a few guests already lined up to discuss horror and the roles that they've played in movies. And the first guest that you've already seen revealed that I'm going to reveal with you again here on YouTube right now is Lara, portrayed by the amazing actress Natasha Tuzini from the Winnie and the Pooh, Winnie and the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey 
slasher from 2022. It was one of IMDb's most highly anticipated horror movies of the year, and it did not disappoint. And we're getting a sequel. We are getting a sequel to Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, and I've seen snaps of Tigger. I feel sorry for the teenagers that are going to come face to face with Tigger in that movie. So... All eyes on Natasha Tassini as she talks all things Lara, her career, getting the role in Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. What's next for her? I know, but do you know? And it's, again, if you haven't seen Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, please, please, please try and take some time out of your day, an hour and a half, to check out Winnie and the Pooh, Winnie and the Pooh, <laughs> Blood and Honey. Again, my guest Natasha Tassini comes early October. It will drop on YouTube. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever all podcasts are distributed, blah, 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 blah. But for now, from me, from Josh, from the Graps and Gore podcast, it is peace in and peace out. Thank you so much for listening. Like, subscribe, five-star review, and come back next time for the Scarefest special. Well, I'm going to review those movies. Peace. <laughs>